Hey, Jim. Hey, DL. <laughs> it's Wednesday. Yeah, I know. It's Wednesday. <laughs> Our special night of the week. Yeah, we we do Tantra Nights on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Off, often we'll do a sacred space ceremony, which we still haven't shared to our podcast exactly what that is. We didn't do one tonight. And, and how, how are you feeling about this current Wednesday? This current Wednesday? Today. Nervous. On edge. Because uh, we're going to focus on my body. Mm-hmm. And it isn't necessarily a sexual focus on my body although it does have to do with my sexual organs and it's uh interesting process of how we're going to go about this so we're going to focus on this not only for the podcast but for after the podcast as well and welcome to the intimacy (laughs) cadre podcast Uh-huh, this is us. Yes, so this is the preview, and in some ways I think we're going to use this talk as therapy for me, <laughs> and maybe for you too, in a way. Oh my gosh. To prepare me for mm. you basically doing a prostate exam on me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I got my glove. <laughs> Snap. Everyone knows what a prostate is, right? I don't know, actually. You don't know what a prostate is? I know what a prostate is. I've touched one. Yes, you have. (laughs) (laughs) But I wonder, I mean, I'm sure, who knows? Because like so many women don't even know what their cervix is. I'm sure a lot of men don't know what their prostate is or where it is and what it does. And we probably have a fair number of women listening. It's probably good information because you're going to be involved with this process with with me tonight we're not going to record the actual no process (laughs) what look for it on youtube (laughs) or pornhub or wherever you get your wherever you get your videos (laughs) even though it isn't going to be a sexual process so the prostate yes the prostate Mm -hmm. is one of the male sex organs is it not a gland or is that the same thing? It's a gland. It's part of our endocrine system as well. And it does what? Well, one of the main things the prostate does is actually produce semen. So it, the stuff, not that the, this, not the, the semen, sperm. not the sperm. Sperm is produced in our testes. So okay. the male reproductive system are testes, <laughs> testicles, testicles, the penis. Yeah. Some in my circles call it the Vajra. The Vajra. We call it the golden rod. The golden rod. <laughs> the dick. Yeah. Cock. Cock. So everybody knows what that is. Mm-hmm. And then the Many prostate, words. which actually is not external, but is a part of the male sexual system. It produces a little bit of testosterone, but it produces semen. It often is a source of cancer when later in men's lives. It's rare for someone my age to have it. But at this point, men are often undergoing very painful prostate exams to make sure that their prostates are healthy. So wait, so say a a man for some reason had his prostate removed, would he still be able to ejaculate? I have no idea. Oh. (laughs) I mean, because if there's still sperm... 
but no semen. Yeah, sperm's like microscopic, so I don't. So, I don't know how sex works. Oh. I need to research that. There's so I'm many I'm sure somebody listening can tell us. Yeah. <laughs> we're not sex experts, remember? Mm, yeah, yeah, we're still learning. But the prostate is not the way to access the prostate in a man is through the anus. And it actually, there is actually orgasmic potential. So everybody knows about ejaculation through the penis, but there are other kinds of orgasm. And one, apparently, which I've never experienced, can be done through the prostate. So do you ejaculate when you have a prostate orgasm or does it like just the the body orgasm? You're asking me again the wrong <laughs> questions. <laughs> I'm so curious. <laughs> so I'm not a gay man. I've never experienced a prostate orgasm. And I've never actually wanted to touch my own anus. I've never wanted anyone else to touch my anus. I've never wanted any of my partners to touch my anus. I have not wanted to touch it myself. <laughs> One of our, my close friend, Allie, she joked that about men and wiping butts that they don't want to wipe their too much? butts too much because that would be gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, I have nothing against being gay and I'm not afraid of being gay because I'm not, but I still have never really wanted that area of my body touched and it feels extremely vulnerable for me. But a few years ago, I went to a tantra workshop where they did, where we did touch of female genitals, male genitals. And one of the exercises was actually, they called it a healing touch. DL was educating me before the show that that's a whole modality. So this isn't the modality of healing touch. <laughs> Trademark. Copyright. But it whatever, was whatever. not meant to be a rousing touch. It was meant to be a, a healing touch. A healing touch. Touch that heals. In the genitals, mm-hmm. and there was a day focused on women, and that also involved um, some anal touch as well in women. And the, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> so I've had my finger inside a female's anus before as well. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that was hard, and that was the first day. And then the second day was male anal touch, and that was something I thought I would never. Oh, do and I was partnered with someone I didn't know very well and I couldn't believe it but I did this and had a beautiful experience and it was the first time I'd ever had a direct sensation of my prostate which at that time felt like a burning sensation it felt I could feel the potential of it all and when it was done I felt this incredible coolness through my entire 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 <laughs> genital area for hours it was for hours yes it was an incredible feeling and Whoa. it wasn't orgasmic it was felt healing mm, that's amazing and then i proceeded i thought this is important this guy has to be important people told me you can avoid your prostate exam at the doctor if you have someone who actually cares about you being careful and touching you mm-hmm. and so i had never done it before until last well now last december with Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. 
and we got we had an experience and you said it was a lot easier than I was expecting because I was incredibly nervous. You did great. (laughs) (laughs) And it didn't feel like it was burning this time. And we didn't touch it for very long. But I wondered if it wasn't burning because it's more healed than it was before. Maybe from all the sexual, wonderful sex we've been having. I have no idea. Or whether we just didn't touch it long enough. Or, I mean, so I don't know. I wonder if it gets indirect effects from from your orgasms coming from other places like if if it's just the nectar of again all of that yeah I, I have no idea I wonder if anybody even knows actually so it's amazing how much we talked about in a in the ecstatic pussy chat on mm-hmm. episode two how little women understand of their bodies and we talked about how the male body is pretty well understood but I don't think men really understand how it functions and I yeah. certainly don't and maybe a lot of men do but I don't fully Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's really interesting to discover because i'm realizing i'm only reaching a potential or a small part of my own sexual potential but it could also be affecting my overall health Mm -hmm. not to have regular touch of the prostate area so we had this experience but it still felt a little funny it was still not easy it felt a little strange after it was done, but I also had that same cooling sensation and it lasted quite a while That's so afterwards. Wild. Yeah, it just feels like a big pocket of cool air through the entire inside of my genital area. Like there's more space or something like that. So we you and I've talked about doing this every month. At least once a month. And so today is the day. Today's the day. Can I explain my experience of it? Absolutely. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> so they they compare it to, to the woman's G-spot, right? I, I guess it's so. It's a male G-spot. But locationally, it's about in the same place as the woman's. I mean, I don't know if all women are in the same exact spot. If you believe in the G-spot, which I do. Is that you, it's on the belly side of you. So if you Correct. say, I bring a, a finger in through your butt um, at about like the main, the second knuckle, the middle knuckle is where you, I started to feel this. They say it's walnut size, but I didn't, I wasn't in there long enough to really feel the whole thing, but it, it's like this soft, almost like a hard boiled egg without the shell. Mm-hmm sensation or it's like in in some of the things that I was watching and reading was to just gently pulsate on it or to to lightly rub in in circles based on your cues and what feels good or doesn't or or how much you want or don't want so it was wild to me to be in there and then you actually said you're there and I was like whoa and I was just like marveling at the coolness of being able to be in the presence of this like magical gland in your body that I would never other otherwise be in contact with. And I can do it in support of you and your health and wellness and Mm -hmm. (laughs) potential ecstasy. Yeah. So we had this great experience and yet tonight I am still as nervous as I was a month ago. Mm -hmm. You would think I had, I've been through it. It was easier than we were expecting. And yet I'm still extremely nervous. 
Yeah, it makes sense. It's not something that you've ever wanted. Yeah. So it's not going to take one time to to unwind and undo all of that, I wouldn't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it does feel really important, and it feels like it's a good practice. It's good for me to speak. I don't know how many men will listen. <laughs> <laughs> Send this to your men if you're listening, or your brothers, or your whoever's. Your friends. <laughs> I know my brother listened to a podcast. Shout out to my brother Alex <laughs> if he's made it to episode four. <laughs> he's in his 40s. Time to get your prostate checked, Alex. <laughs> but speaking of that, though, like I was watching some videos about that and I was like, holy moly, that that's that to me seems like horribly traumatic to have some doctor shove his fingers up your ass and like what you do, turn your head and cough or something. I don't... I've been so freaked out by the thought of a prostate exam that I've just never... It seems terrible. Never done it. Yeah. Because it seems like something that really needs to be done with care and love and... Yeah. Tenderness. And plenty of lubrication. Yeah. And gloves. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So in case you're wondering... Well, I mean, or not, you know, whatever. Yeah. How did you prepare to do... I'm sure some people don't care and use their fingers, but... What did I do? I used a glove and a bunch of lube. Huh. And I had to re-lube a few times. Mm -hmm. I think that was the hard part because you had to re-lube, which meant you had to go back out and then back in. Well, once I was in there, I didn't have to come out and re-lube. It was just like working in, myself Mm in. And then we'd maybe stop or whatever. or Something would happen and we'd have to readjust and then I'd Mm re-lube. But once in there, no need to re-lube because then you're in there. Mm -hmm. Though you did come out once. I think because there was a reason. I think maybe you asked me to, or I don't remember what it was. Yeah, whatever it um, was. I yeah. just remember I didn't even realize you were in in the first place, and then you were, like, heading to go out and in. So in one way, I was like, oh, she's already been in. And I I don't necessarily – I didn't even know. That's that's the thing. I'm in such – I can feel her finger, but I don't quite know where her finger is until it reached a certain point. Then I, then I could sense it. And then it communication's important. Some things don't feel good. For instance, my I don't enjoy my tailbone being moved. Some men may enjoy that. Some women may enjoy their tailbone being moved. I don't. And that's in that area as well. Mm-hmm. The tailbone is over there and it tends to be a little loose and wanna rattle a little bit. And it felt that part feels uncomfortable. And if you go too fast or every everybody's body's gonna be different, but it the, being able to communicate what doesn't feel good. Don't just like sit there and take it if it doesn't no, feel no. good. But I think the fact that you, you were on your side, that made the touching the tailbone less likely because if you're laying on your back, your your tailbone doesn't have room to flex. It's gets kind of locked up against you. So to lay on your side, then your tailbone can flex back. The other and th- open up. That's true. Because I've done it both on my back now and on my side. And I will say, obviously, the second time was easier on my side. The other thing that helps me, because I'm a big, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm just so nervous and tight. What helps me is a lot of breathing. Yeah. Heavy breathing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was even told the first time I did it, and it was a woman sort of coaching while the other woman was was sticking her finger at me, was that I should breathe like I'm trying to give birth, like really deep breaths where I'm pulling 
pulling in. It's almost like my anus sucks your finger in if I'm breathing a certain way. Huh. I don't know that I gave birth that way, but... (laughs) 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 What ifs? (laughs) I don't think she has any children in her life either. Oh, okay. Maybe it was... Yeah. Maybe whatever it did... It it worked. It helped. It worked to do some heavy... Heavy breathing. Heavy breathing where I was also... I also really prepared the space really intentionally and rubbed you down with essential oils and got you nice and just feeling good and safe and warm and cozy and as best as you could. And if I ever reach the point where that part feels good in me, I I mean, I don't think I've had any trauma there, but if, if I have had trauma, it's still a trauma response of some kind or some really nervous response. If I ever feel more comfortable, it would be really cool to see what else is in my own orgasmic potential. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And since it is the area from which semen is made, it could help overall sexual performance, even though we don't like to talk about performance (laughs) (laughs) from a male perspective. That's one of the things we can talk about in another episode, how much performance mentality actually gets in the way of good sex. Mm -hmm. But it can help. Male performance, all the same. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you feeling at this point? It's good to talk about it. Oh, good. It's good to remember. We also had some music that I liked playing. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, the ambiance was awesome. <laughs> so that helped. And it's amazing how much, you know, women have given birth, women have done all kinds of things in that part of their body that is probably much harder than sticking a finger there. So I can feel a little like, wow, I am a weakling. Mm. <laughs> and yet you've always been so supportive of of me there. Yay. And I guess if you're a man who um, is gay, must I don't know how you respond to a straight man talking about things that you may do regularly. I have no idea. It's not a conversation I've had with another man. Yeah. It would be interesting to have that conversation with someone who's had a lot of experience with it, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have so many curiosities. And then it also makes me wonder, you know, uh, from gay men, whether they, uh, whether they ever explore each other in non-sexual ways in that part Why of their not? body. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, a lot of straight people never explore each other in yeah, ways true, but that we are. are non-sexual. <laughs> we do. Lots we know people that do. Yeah, we've talked in the past about your own your own trauma issues around your own your own genital areas and how much how much is there? How much gets unlayered sometimes from sex, sometimes when I'm doing oh, 100%. something I've done before and it didn't bother you. And then the next time I haven't really changed anything and it brings up something. In mm-hmm. you. And so s- sexual touch feels important. Not, not sexual touch. He- what we're calling a kind of healing touch <laughs> feels important to improving overall connection and intimacy and sex, but overall connection and intimacy mm-hmm. Also with ourselves, because it's a huge part of ourselves that is often disconnected. And I obviously feel disconnected to that part of me if I feel so nervous 
mm. about anyone even touching that part of me. So I'm really excited to continue to grow and and push these edges. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> and I know what I have a no if I ever need yeah, it. Yeah, totally. I'm very happy for you and honestly was a little surprised that you were willing to stand so when you're on a big edge and step over it. Yeah, because we talked about it for some time and mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, I'm all I'm of a sudden you're ready. I was like, what? <laughs> Yay! And then we did it, and uh-huh. now we're going to do it again. Yeah, here we go. So that should be that. Okay, right? yeah. That's, so what else? That's we, that. What else have we got going on? We say this. We've been doing oh my this gosh. podcast. So. Okay, I'll do it. Okay, because you've been doing it. Ecstatic Pussy One and Two, February eleventh, six thirty to eight Saturday, and March eleventh, six thirty. Oh, I'd like to come to that. You, you can't do this one. <laughs> this is just for the ladies. <laughs> Ladies there's only. Some, there's some. There's more for you later. <laughs> At Emergence Movement and Wellness Studio, yay! And then we have a big event here in Bozeman. Up. Yeah, here in Bozeman, Montana, where we are. <laughs> and then in May we have a three-day workshop, intimacy workshop, intimacy playground. We'll be doing lots of fun things. Woohoo! At Boulder Hot Springs in Boulder, Montana. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. You can stay there and eat there and swim there and soak there and do a lot of yummy things. Yes, many things. <laughs> so we're going to have more details on that soon. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a website soon. Oh my gosh, so close. <laughs> so close. And we do have these podcasts. Mm-hmm. So we really appreciate all the wonderful messages we've got in from you. And if you like it, uh, let us know. We'd love to have a conversation with you about intimacy. And Yay. where could they reach us? <laughs> IntimacyCadre at gmail.com. That's right. And mm-hmm. if you know one of us, just reach us directly. <laughs> <laughs> as you probably do. You got our listening. numbers. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So, here we go. Thank right. you. Thank you for having this conversation and for uh-huh. being vulnerable and willing still to have the conversation. Thank you for being you. Thank mm. you for being. Aw. I love you. <laughs> and goodbye, everybody. Bye.